As a confidant and coach to business leaders, I know a lot of people who are rich and miserable and those on the opposite side of the spectrum. So let's pull it all together, shall we? We'll explore the intersection between wealth and joy. We'll look at the psychology, spirituality, and practicality of money, plus some of the things that make up a truly lucrative lifestyle. I'm your host, Mindy Kinnis, and this is The Lucra Life. Welcome back, my friends. I am delighted to have this particular guest with me today. He is a longtime friend. And I know in this industry, you know, you say everybody's your friend, but he's legitimately a friend. He was at my engagement. He was at my wedding. We ran into each other again just recently. I am so excited to really continue catching up. Paul Hoffman, welcome to the show. So, so good to see you, Mindy. We, we do have a beautiful history and uh, it was so good to see you uh, in Vegas a couple of, about, about a month ago, I guess it was. Uh, you know, I've been following you um, and you've been doing amazing stuff and uh, I'm just so honored that uh, I can, you know, spend some time with you and, and kick it around a little bit because I really, really uh, love how you show up in the world. And I know the people who listen to this and, and the work that you do is just, it creates what I call transformational havoc. Yes. Let's talk more about that. And really, I want to, you know, throw this onto you. This is not about me. So thank you. (laughs) Let's talk about you. (laughs) Okay. So you are a whole lot of things. You've got lots of different talents. I wonder if we could kind of begin with a bit of your journey. If you could tell me maybe just the broad brushstrokes of your entrepreneurial path, because there's a lot of cool stuff that has happened in that. Yeah, so so my entrepreneurial journey started. Actually, I learned a lot about entrepreneurship and and business and um, systems and organization and so forth when I was uh, in my twenties. Um, I was the tour manager for a band called Pink Floyd. Um, and Wait, uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> this is well, what's so fun about podcasts with my friends. I'm like, I learn new stuff all the time. <laughs> Right. So I also was a tour manager for a band called Emerson, Lake and Palmer. Most people do know Pink Floyd, obviously. I went to college on a basketball scholarship, quit school, went on the road as a, a roadie, and then got this gig for as a tour manager running the tours for Pink Floyd and learned really about how to, how to deal with people and how to create relationships and just really learning about, about the ins and outs of what it takes to be a, to run a successful operation. And then from there, I decided I would, I'd been enough and I was on the road for about seven years and I got off the road and then I was, wanted to get a law degree. So I went back to school and then uh, my brother was uh, a recording engineer at a jingle company in New York, music for advertising. They were looking for a second salesman. And, you know, I didn't really want to be a salesman. But then again, you know, as I as I through the years, I really realized and this is something I think everybody should understand is we are all salesmen or saleswomen, whatever, yes. or salesperson, because, you know, it, you are your biggest ally. And you're your biggest mouthpiece and, and either you're going to be your greatest ally or your, or your worst enemy. But no matter what you're doing in your life, if you want something to happen, you need to make it happen through the, the sharing of who you truly are. So I, I took this gig. I went around to all these major advertising agencies. I took their CD around and, I, you know, I made 100 phone calls a day. I had a whole system and it was crazy. And finally, I started to get these guys a lot of work. And then uh, I got them the Burger King account. I got them the Polaroid account, uh, Kodak, a bunch of different accounts. And, and I was really like more interested in the production value or the production uh, aspect of, of music. 
they made me their executive producer after I got him all this work. And then my brother and I decided to leave that company. We started our own company. He and I had a falling out. And then I created my company, which is called Paul Hoffman Music in 1980. And uh, the first uh, big account that I had was Have You Driven a Ford Lately? which okay. is what I wrote. That's the first one I wrote. That's the biggest jingle I've ever written. So I ran this multi-million dollar jingle company and, and had employees and, and, and all, the, all the stuff that goes along with it. Again, I learned very much about how to run a business from a standpoint of the, the systems, the organizations, the cost effectiveness, and the whole nine yards. Because I was so successful in that, in that world, I ended up falling prey uh, and I like to embellish it a little bit to a, a cocaine addiction. Let's just call it what it was. So I ended up spending about $2,500 uh, $2, a week on cocaine for about 10 years. I was making a lot of money. And then finally, you know, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And then finally, um, November 14th, 1988, my addiction got to me and uh, my phone stopped ringing because nobody wanted to work with me because I was really impossible to work with. And that was another really good thing about my entrepreneur journey, because it, I really realized that, you know, how you treat people is how they're going to treat you. Mm -hmm. And so I was a real, can I, can I curse? Yes, please. Okay. I was a real asshole. I don't know if it's cursing, but anyway, I was a real asshole. And so, so my phone stopped ringing. And then um, November 14th, 1988, I was putting the straitjackets into the 14th floor psych ward of St. Vincent's hospital uh, Whoa. In, in New York city. And you ever been a straitjacket? No. no. <laughs> Not, what? not fun. Not fun. I mean, I imagine not. What? Yeah. And then uh, they sent me to uh, I detoxed for two weeks. They sent me to a rehab and then I uh, got out of the rehab. I was married at the time, newly married, actually, to my first wife or my second wife. I'm sorry. And then I ended up moving to California and I really didn't know what I was going to do. You know, I'd been in the jingle business. I'm I'm a self-taught musician, so I play enough to be dangerous. I'm a really good composer, producer. I wasn't sure what, what I was going to do. I, I was just happy to be alive. And then I ended up moving to California because that's where my, my wife's parents were. I started, in my, I started another jingle company. And it was interesting because, um, you know, I, I didn't know where I was going to get any work. And so I took a trip to Detroit because I used to get a lot of car business. I went to see a buddy of mine there. His name is Bill Morden, who was a creative director on the Oldsmobile account. They don't work. They, I don't think they make that car anymore. And he said, man, where have you been? And I kind of told him this little story I just told you. A little more detail. He said, my God, man, I'm amazed. I said, you got any work? <laughs> and uh and so that year, um, he and I, uh, he, he gave me a crack at, at the Oldsmobile account. And that year, a year out of the rehab, I ended up doing uh, about 350 Oldsmobile commercials at so $25,000 pop. So I was back on the map running a very successful company again. But I kind of was like, you know, it, it was cool for a couple of years, Mindy. And then it was like, I don't know, man, I really want to do something else. Through my travels and, and through my relationships and I've really learned about, you know, how do you show up for you? I've been really good at not showing up for me. And I've been really good at showing up for me. And I, I like the latter better. For and, sure. so, and so I ended up um, meeting a couple of different people in our world, the personal development world, which I don't really like to say I'm in the personal development world because I'm one of those kind of guys that likes to come up with his own language, you know, not from an ego standpoint, but I just think, you know, listen, there's a lot of noise out there. And I just want to set, I want to, I want to create my own noise. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so uh, I call myself a personal discovery architect. And so, so I don't call myself a coach and I don't call myself a teacher. I'm not a trainer. I'm a personal discovery architect. And people go, well, what's that? 
Well, here's what a personal discovery architect is. See, if you want to develop something in your life, you got to discover it. And there's a lot of things you can discover, but if you can really, really tune in to the uniqueness of who you are, because there's nobody on the planet like you, Mindy, and there's nobody on the planet like me, because God didn't put it that way. God said, you are unique and live in your uniqueness. And, and I, I believe in, in source and spirit. So I ended up beginning to like figure out how can I get into the world of inspiring and empowering people to really do what they're here to do. And uh, so I met a guy named T. Harv Ecker. You know who he is. And, uh, and so T. Harv invites me to go to his Millionaire Mind Intensive. I go there, man. It's like my first, that was my first foray into PD, if you will. You know, like 5,000 people jumping up and down. He's like, you know, uh, you know, high five, like a millionaire mind. <laughs> yep, blah, you blah, have a millionaire mind. <laughs> right, right. So after the event, he comes up to me, he says, uh, hey, man, what do you think? I said, you know, Harvey, you're a really good teacher, man. Your music sucks. <laughs> he said, what do you mean? I said, well, you know, it seems like you and all these other guys in this world, and I had met a couple other people, Mark Victor Hansen, Jack, and a few other people. And I said, you all seem to like play all these popular songs to try to fit into your principles. So when you play Pink Floyd's Money in your Millionaire Mind Intent, who do you think they think of? You or Pink Floyd, man? He said, well, Pink Floyd? I said, yeah. So he said, well, what do I do? I said, well, you need your own song. He said, so how am I going to do that? I said, I'll write it for you. So I wrote him a song called I've Got a Millionaire Mind. Nice. And, and sang it live at the Millionaire Mind Intensive. And the rest has been history. I got calls from, from all these other people. And then one day, uh, Jack Canfield called me and said, uh, can you write a song for me? I heard Harp got one. I said, well, here's the deal. And then Harp comes back to me and says, hey, can you write songs for all my courses? I gave him my one negotiating tactic I use in everything I do. And this is a really good the note taker. Yes, like, please, please tell us. I said, so Harv, if the deal's right, I can do anything. <laughs> nice. All right. And so I ended up writing 16 songs for him. Uh, Jack Canfield, Brendan Burchard, Mark Victor Hansen, Cynthia, uh, the list goes on and on. I created this company called Success Songs. And the songs basically change your mindsets, behaviors, and beliefs. So you hear life from a higher vibration. Now, I didn't know squat about digital or internet marketing you know funnels and whatever all that stuff you know i didn't have a list i didn't have you know any of that stuff and so finally i i ended up creating you know i think back then i used one shopping cart and and i i created this company success songs and then i called hard one day and i said you know i really appreciate you know your uh, your belief in me and all that stuff but i really want to get on stage and start talking he said well, what are you going to talk about i said well i've learned through my own journey that if you don't have a ritual and you don't have good habits, then you're never going to have what they, what I used to call mindsets. And I call them now mind states because of mm -hmm. my own language. Right. So I, I, I got into to, to wanting to talk about rituals, habits, and mind states. And he said, okay. So he booked me on, on uh, one of his uh, programs. I think it was called uh, never work again, which was kind of funny too, because never work again was one of those programs where, you know, you'd sell your product, but you still got to work. Yes. You got, you, you got <laughs> I, like, least, I don't know anyone that that works for. You, you got to at least open the box. You know what I mean? <laughs> and set it up. So anyway, so, so it was really successful. We did really well. And then uh, I ended up starting to uh, speak at other people's stages. And then I started to create my own courses. And then I did develop this platform, which was um, I've always been into Michelangelo. And, uh, and the great artists and what it takes to do that and the mind state that you need to be in and the, 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 the persistence and the, the habit and the, and the ritual of being able to, to create works of art and masterpieces. So I created this, this platform called Sculpting Your Life, you know, which is what I, my, my platform is now. And again, the metaphor is when Michelangelo looked at the block of granite, 
which was flawed, cracked, discolored. Nobody wanted, just like human beings, flawed, cracked, and discolored, you know? But he said, I'll take it. So, because he, he saw David, and yeah. all he did was take everything in the way, out of the way, and there's David. So, I've realized through the years, based on my own experiences, that the biggest obstacle to my success is me. Oh, 100. I mean, that's all of us. <laughs> right. And so, once, once you learn how to get out of your own way, then you get to sculpt the masterpiece known as you. So let's talk about some ways in which you do that. Like, let's get down into the nitty gritty here, because I know that a lot of people talk kind of in, in overarching themes on podcasts. And I'm always like, okay, give me the details. So I mm -hmm. have a four part question that is going to give us some insight into you and how you run your life and how you run your business and potentially can be a great example for those listening. So it is herb h-e-r-b and i'm going to walk you through each one of those parts so h stands for habits you already mentioned habits so i would love to know what are some of your habits that contribute to the success that you've been able to find okay so we'll, we'll knock them off one by one let's go one by one okay so so <laughs> i um, love it though paul that you're like ready with your pen like <laughs> I'm writing it down. Are you kidding me? I know, I know. <laughs> I take notes, honey. I use, so um, I work with the, the concept of, of a ritual habit and a mind state. And so I, what I know is, is that, you know, we all have good habits and we all have, we all have maybe not so empowering habits. Mm -hmm. And we also know, I also know that habits are, are either conscious or they're unconscious. So there's lots of things that people do unconsciously. And then all of a sudden they get to a point where we go, Jesus, how did I get here? And it was because you weren't aware and you weren't mindful of what you were doing. So one of the greatest habits that I, I practice every day is mindfulness. And I tie my habits to my ritual. So when I get up in the morning, I spend the first hour of my day on me. I don't look at my cell phone. I don't go on my computer. But I sit and I, I open my eyes and I pray. I don't get out of bed yet. I pray. That's my first that's step one in my, in, my, in my ritual habit. Second thing I do is I do a gratitude exercise. And so I'm grateful for three people every day. And um, I have a, do you know Jeff Hayes? Yes. Of course you do. Uh, so Jeff and I have been uh, sort of partners on this app called Gratitap. You can go to Gratitap, G-R-A-T-I-T-A-P-P, gratitap.com, and download this app for free. We haven't really been able to get that much traction on it because both of us are really busy. But but it's kind of the kind of thing where, you know, so I have I have, you know, all, I have lots of journals. Right. And so and so, I, you know, I could write in this journal. Hey, man, today, you know, um, April 21st, whatever date is, you know, geez, I'm so grateful for Mindy, blah, 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 blah. But you'll never see it. OK, so Gratitude gives you the opportunity to open the app and three people will show up because you download your contacts. And if you don't like those three, swipe three more. And you, so, so, so. Like so, not today for that person. Yeah, exactly. So I, I, I do a gratitude exercise. And the next thing I do is I get up and I'll drink a really, really beautiful glass of water, high frequency water, because you, you want to hydrate. And then the next thing I do after that is I play with my animals. Okay, so I have two cats. I used to have two cats, two dogs. So I used to have three cats and two dogs. I play with my animals because they teach me unconditional love. Mm, yes. And I want to be in a state of love in my to, to, to begin my day. And then after that, what I do is I listen to my 15 minute. I have a brain technology it takes its binaural beat, heartbeat and breathing patterns. It's called sculptations. And I listen to my my 15 minute good morning, great day sculptation. 
where I'm talking to myself and I'm talking to myself and talking myself into having a great day. All right. And then from there I read. So I read uh, sometimes four books a day, usually three. So uh, 365 days to think and grow rich, 365 days, whatever day I'm on um, uh, of seven habits of highly effective people in a book called the art of living by a guy named Epictetus. And then I've got a bunch of other books that, that I, that I would look at the probably I, there's a book I, I read sometimes called grace, which is a book by Max Licato, where he talks about Jesus from a uh, personal development standpoint. So then I read and then, and then I will, um, finish reading and then I'll get up. And this is like a little crazy part of, of my morning. I'll walk around and I'll talk to my plants and I touch and I'll touch them, you know, cause I mean, they're yeah, living beings. It's amazing. And then the last thing I do in my, uh, in my morning ritual is I sit down and I write and I write this thing every morning called good morning, great day. I've been writing them for years. I probably got about 1500 of them now. And I just got a book deal. Um, for them. So I'm doing a 365 day book called Congrats. Good Morning, Great Day. Nice. And so, yeah, so now I'm in the editing process uh, of it. And then after that, it's about an hour. And then I will work out. Okay, so I'll do about 90 minute workout, I will then juice and make my smoothie. And then I'm ready to tackle the day. And so I do that every day. So getting back to the habit. So the fact that I'm in a habit of doing that, if I don't do that, then I know it, right? And so I'm off. I'm not in my, in, in my space. I'm not in my, uh, in my flow, if you will. So, and I know that a lot of people, people that I work with, uh, uh, help them create these kinds of things, create just really powerful way to, to begin your day. Then what I'll do as well is as I go through my day, Mindy, I'm always checking in, right? And so... You know, I'll work for two, three hours, get up, maybe go take a walk on the beach because I live by the beach or, or do some kind of internal. Um, I don't call it meditation. I call it tuning in because, again, I create my own language. So because, you know, what's meditation? It's tuning in. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, but during the day, I'm, I'm always checking in, man, because if I if I if left to my own devices and I know this from experience then I have a really good tendency to be distracted sometimes. And so I have a concept that I've created. It's not rocket science. You know, so most people talk about limiting beliefs. I call them mind traps, right? And I've identified 10 mind traps everybody has. Mm -hmm. And one of them is distractions and diversions. Oh, for sure. And so I just, I'm always trying to stay on point. Am I regimented? Yeah. Am I, am I dedicated and committed? Absolutely. Because for me, that's what works. You know, I know that if I fly by the seat of my pants, then my pants are going to go on fire and they're going to probably whatever. So I'm all about, again, the, the habit of really connecting. And this is part of the inner work that I do, just really connecting to my unique gift and who I truly am and how to bring that out in the most powerful way in the framework that I can do that in. Perfect. I love that. So moving on to the E, the E uh, in herb is environment. Yeah. How do you set up your space, your office, your car, whatever your environment is to be your best? I wrote it down again. Another beautiful <laughs> thing because, so I talk about, uh, you know how people say, you know, your inner reality creates your uh, outer circumstance. Yes. Okay. So the outer circumstance obviously would be your environment, right? But I like to reframe it and I say your environment, I-N, yep. your environment 
create your environment, right? That's so. So my environment, my desk is is all. It's like a um, a space capsule, if you will. I've got everything I need at my fingertips, okay, and I know where, where everything is. And so when I'm sitting down here and my desk and and writing or doing whatever I'm doing, I'm highly focused because it's inviting me to be that way. And the same thing with my recording studio, which is back in in the in, in the back of my place. It's strategically laid out. And so my grandmother, may she rest in peace. My Italian grandmother, she died at 109. Wow. And, yeah. <laughs> Well, my mom died at 104. I remember, like that's yeah. amazing. Your family yeah. is extraordinary. Right. So I always tell I always tell my my friends. I say, here's the good news. I'll be around a long you time. You got a long time to go. <laughs> right. And, and 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 then I tell my adversaries, here's the good news. I'll be around a long time. Okay. So my grandmother always taught me about the way to flow, if you will. So so I remember, you know, she had everything strategically placed in the house. So if I moved like something. And didn't put it back where it was. You were hearing about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I took that. Listen, I, I think that's awesome. So I, I, I practice that. But yeah, so my environment invites me to want to really step up my game. I love that. I love the way you say that. It invites you to be at your best. So let's move on to the R. And this is my favorite one because literally we could peek out on this, you know, for hours, which we won't do. But R stands for resources. So resources could be books, which you've already mentioned, a few good ones, could be courses you've taken, could be events, coaches, whatever, you know, whatever type of resource, which have been the ones that have truly impacted you? I'm going to answer that two ways. The first way is that, you know, everybody has a specific, you know, at least I believe this, everybody has a specific calling, if you will. And and we all learn differently, right? We all have, a, you know, the kinesthetic. You know, for me, I find that I'm always learning. So learning, I think, is a very, very big part of my growth and my progress. And I do it in a couple of different... So I have a spiritual resource. So my spiritual practice is very important to me because if I'm not grounded in source, then I'm really not living at my highest self, and reading, you know, I mean, I'm a big fan. I got tons of books in my place. Now, have I read them cover to cover? No, I probably read, you know, some of them I read like a paragraph out of, you know, it doesn't matter. But, but I find, t- I tend to read things that are, you know, it's like, I remember I used to buy, um, when I used to buy albums back then when they used to have albums, even CDs, right? right. I used to buy them because of what the cover looked like. If the cover oh, yeah. inspired me, yes. I'd buy it. Same thing with books, right? My spiritual practice, the resource of being able to, to follow certain people who I really am uh, uh, moved by, if you will, and you're one of them, and, and Sean was one of them, and, uh, and still is. So I, I really make it a point to be, keep my feelers open and out into the universe. And when something comes across it that really kind of like hits me and speaks to me, you know, I'll put it in there. But, but the spiritual, the resources, you know, so when I talk about your, the, the environment, you know, your inner reality or your environment, so what you put into yourself is what comes out. So, you know, so I'm very mindful of what I eat. Um, I've been a vegetarian for 40 years. Am I, am I, I'm pretty strict, but you know, do I, every now and then do I cheat? Absolutely. But, but I know. <laughs> Wait, that, hold on. I got to ask you, what is your favorite cheap meal? Well, my favorite cheap meal is probably pasta. Oh, you know, straight vegetarian. Okay. 40 years. 
That's amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> and, I, I tried it for like a few months one time. It didn't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I just never really, really liked meat you know, that much. Yeah. So, so I'm always looking for resources that are in alignment with where, where I'm, where my journey is going. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, resources that kind of slap me across the face and go, wait a minute, you got this to look at too. Yes. Does that make sense? Totally. Yeah. So. Awesome. So the B in herb is beliefs. Mm. So let's talk about your beliefs, your worldview, you know, the way in which you see how things operate that has contributed to all of your success and to who you are today. I mean, that's beautiful. And I love, I love the whole herb thing. First of all, I, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer, if you will, um, <laughs> in, uh, in allowing everybody to be who they are. You know, yeah, sometimes um, that's difficult. It's very difficult. And I didn't used to always be like that. But I've learned that if I want to be who I am and want you to honor and respect who I am, because I think respect is part of beliefs as well, there could be no judgments, if you will, against. And that's a, that's a, that's a big one for me because it's easy to judge. Because when you know, but I always tell people, see, when you're judging somebody else, you're really judging yourself. But, you know, I believe, first of all, I believe that I can do anything. I can do anything I want in my life, okay? As long as I get out of my own way. Right. Okay. And I, I don't have any, I mean, I guess I have political views, but I don't really like kind of let that get in the way. But my, my whole thing is, man, freedom is my belief. I want to be free. Okay. It's my highest value. I love right. it. I want to be free to experience my life without any restraints around what's possible. Mm-hmm. And, and what's possible is, is totally determined by my willingness to believe that if I stay true to myself, then I can, I can create anything I want in my life and I can attract anything. You know, I mean, I'm not a big, you know, the law of attraction is lovely. Okay. And the secret was, I guess, was lovely. I, I mean, I, you know, I know all those people in there as you do as well, but I always find that, you know, this whole idea of law of attraction, it's like, you know, yeah, I guess I could sit here and go, oh, I'm going to just have a Lamborghini, not that I want one, or I'm going to make a million dollars, or I'm going to do this, or I'm going to do that. Um, <laughs> there it comes. Um, not, 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 not. And you got to take action. Okay, you got to put one foot in front of the next one. Okay. Yes. And 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 I have a song I wrote. It's called "The First Step." And the, the, the first line is, "The first step's the hardest one, but until you take it, no dream gets done." Mm, yep. You know, and so so my belief system is is been built around respect of other people, honoring other people, and and never telling somebody that they can't do something. All right. Because that's that's the language I use on in, in my world for me. But we could get caught up in in the nonsense of of the noise out there in the world. I mean, we're in crazy times, as you know, Mindy. Crazy freaking times. Yep. Being able to to really navigate all the potholes and all the nonsense that's out there. But st- again, staying true to yourself to me that's that puts you ahead of the game. But again, the most important thing, and that's why I love the word beliefs, and I use that word a lot in my Good Morning Great Days. I mean, you know, there's probably in there somewhere I'm talking about, you know, you got to believe in yourself and all that stuff, because they're very empowering stuff that that I'm going to, at least I think it is that I I work, that I write. 
if you don't believe it can happen, it ain't going to happen. Correct. Period. Yeah, like you're right. Yeah. So those those are my takes on. By the way, I love. I just I'm I'm a big. It's, aren't they called anachronism? What are they called? Acronym? Well, I, should know. Acronym. I think they, uh, yeah, an acronym, right? Not an acronym. Acronym. <laughs> we we got it. We figured it yeah. out together. Yeah, I'm, but I'm a big one for that one too. Um, I love doing those things. I like taking words and because I think even you can nut it down that way, it becomes a much more of a a um, inviting, thought provoking way to look at life. Okay, because you know, and I all, think easier too. You know, yeah, just yeah. to create that little framework. I agree. This, so how did I do on that? Amazing. I mean, yeah. I I really liked, especially as you were going through, everything came back to you know the internal creates the external, and that you know I've seen that in you. We know lots of people where they just live that, and that that's how it works. So this has been awesome. I learned things about you I didn't know. <laughs> if other people, our listeners, are interested in learning more about you, where would you like to send them online? Okay, so I always do this every time I do a podcast. People tell me I'm crazy, but that's cool. I am crazy. It's so, okay. <laughs> so, I like that. so you can go to sculpting your life, S C U L P T I N G, sculptingyourlife.com, which will then get you to go around to uh, other play, other things that I do, the brain stuff and success songs and my good morning, great day, and what have you. My email, personal email, which I always answer, is uh, Paul Hoffman24, the number 24, and it's because uh, that was my my high school basketball number, paulhoffman24 at gmail.com. And if you send me an email, just put in the subject line, heard you on Mindy's podcast, okay? And then if you really want to talk to me, my cell phone number is 323-810-5588. You are crazy. (laughs) 323-810-5588. And so my passion in life is is to support and serve. And so if anybody has a question, anybody has a concern, anybody wants just a little love, whatever it might be, just hit me up. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm here, you know, I, I was here to serve. My life has been uplifted because of people like you, Mindy, and a lot of the people that we know. I've been, I've been, and I'm not saying anybody's, nobody has the same story I do, but I've been in places in my life that if it wasn't for some people that were took me by the hand and lifted me up i i probably wouldn't be talking to you well i'm so, glad to have had this opportunity paul i love absolutely. you absolutely awesome. this is fantastic thank you thank you thank you so much for your time and your wisdom and i'm looking forward now to having you on my podcast i am looking forward to that as well yeah i appreciate you and thank you so much for what you do and for all the beauty that you bring into the world and for just how you show up Ready to make your dream your reality? Let's build your business so you can do what you are here to do. I invite you to join my inner circle, the Lucra Collective, a community of like-minded entrepreneurs who got over the limiting belief that they needed to go it alone. Visit lucra.com to join today. That's L-U-C-R-A.com. Lucra, where wealth equals well-being.